Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Let's get on to some shout-outs. Happy 8th birthday to Lily from Nevada. Thanks so much for your drawing, Lily. I hope for your birthday you get a magic wand that turns broccoli into cookies, and a little pocket cat who can talk, and a necklace of invisibility, and a big bucket of goofballs. I think if you were a character in the stories, you and Rummy would be the founders of the Volcano Dojo, in a faraway place where you protect the lands around an old dormant volcano. Thanks for listening, Lily and Rummy, and thanks for those awesome drawings. Happy birthday to Elliot from Manhasset Hills, New York. I hope for your birthday you get a magic fork that makes everything taste like pie, and a pair of glasses that lets you see thousands of miles away, and a ring that makes you warm no matter how cold it is outside, and a big bucket of goofballs. I think if you were a character in the stories, you would be a protector of Grimdare Island. And you and your two fish, Genghis and Panda, would be responsible for protecting the island from poachers. Thanks for listening, Elliot. And I'd like to give a shout-out to Zoe McBride and her sister Molly who are big fans from up in Canada. I think if you two were characters in the stories, you'd be treasure-hunting adventurers who travel the land in search of the most valuable and magical items, like crystal balls and fart stones and dragon eggs. Thanks for listening, Zoe and Molly. Today's episode is a continuation of the Back to the Valley series we just heard. In this series, we follow Tubes and the Ninjas, as they seek to end things with the Crow's Thieves' Guild. Being stranded on the island of Eldermore wasn't the worst thing. It was beautiful, and delicious exotic fruits grew all over. But the ninjas needed to get back to their mission, which had changed now that June was back home. Initially, they would have just sailed back to the valley once they saw June back home, but now the Thieves' Guild, known as the Crow's, had all but declared war on Tubes and the Ninjas, and they needed to deal with it. And that's tough to do when you're stranded on an island with no boat. Luckily, they had made some friends on Marison Gale. Tubes and the Ninjas hiked back out to the edge of the island, and there, floating in the ocean, was Zelna in her fishing boat. She waved to the ninjas. I thought y'all might end up needing another lift, she hollered. Come on back to the boat and I'll take you back to Marisingale. She maneuvered her boat right up against the island, close enough for the horses and the ninjas to leap onto the deck for another cramped boat ride. The ninjas were grateful, as the alternative was swimming. I kind of like this little baby horse, said Tim, referring to the little horse that June's cat had been riding around on their previous mission. It's not a baby horse, it's full grown, said Tatiana. It's a mini horse. That's as big as it's going to get. Oh, that makes it even cuter. Does it have a name? Asked Tim. No one answered, so Tim assumed it was nameless as of yet. Well, I'm going to name him Donut. Donut the mini horse, said Tim. You know what would be funny? Is if this little horse rode on one of the regular sized horses. Oh, that would be hilarious, agreed Ray. And what if we found a mini-mini horse that could ride on the mini-horse and make like a horse pyramid? Oh, yes! And what if we found a mini-mini-mini horse and... There will be no stacking of horses, interrupted Tubes. You two behave yourselves. A while later, Zelna dropped the ninjas off at Marisingale. Relna was there at the docks waiting for them, eager to hear how the mission turned out. Tubes filled her in on everything that had happened, 
and offered a gift. We appreciate the help you and your sister have offered us, Tubes said. I want you to keep our horses. We won't be able to take them on the next leg of our journey. They're yours to keep. Not little donut, exclaimed Tim, concerned for his new mini friend. Yes, little donut, said Tubes. We're not taking a mini horse on a mission to topple a thieves' guild in City Island. It wouldn't be safe. Tim knew she was right and left to go pout someplace else. Relna was excited to have a whole stable full of horses now, and she went off to figure out where she would house them. What now, Tubes? Tatiana asked. We're still stranded out here without a boat. We need to disguise ourselves in case the crows have agents who are tracking us, answered Tubes. Once we're in disguise, we'll charter a trading boat back to City Island to finish things. And so the ninjas agreed to meet back at the docks the next morning in their disguises. Trading boats came to Marisongale often to buy fish and sell other things, so it would be easy to pay one of the trading ships to give them a ride to City Island. The next morning, everyone met at the docks in their disguises. Stella was wearing a cloak with a hood that she pulled down over her face. Tatiana and Bulis were dressed in the professional clothing that traders wore. Ben-Ben and Tubes were dressed as royalty in fine suits. And Tim and Ray had purchased a two-piece horse costume. Ray was the head of the horse and Tim was the rear end. They walked clumsily down to the docks, having difficulty matching each other's steps while sharing a horse costume. Are you kidding me? asked Tubes once the brothers got close enough. Ray said nothing. Are you too seriously disguised as a horse? asked Tubes. Ray peered out through the eye holes in the horse mask and said, Shh, you're gonna blow our cover. Tubes rolled her eyes and walked away, finding her patience exhausted. A bit later, she was able to book passage on a large trading vessel whose next stop was City Island. Generally, the sight of two dudes in a horse costume walking around a trading boat would be strange. But this ship was quite large, and it seemed like everyone traveling with them was too busy to be bothered by this silliness. And so the ninjas traveled incognito to City Island. Once there, they split up, so as to remain undercover. They wandered the massive, bustling city for a while, and each ended up back at the Black Door Apothecary. Once inside, Laurel closed and locked the door behind them, aware of their desire to remain unseen. Tubes filled her in on the happenings, including their need to travel undetected. Well, the good news is that the crows have not returned, Laurel said. They're still away from City Island, and there's only a few guards at their safe house right now, though they could return any minute. In that case, we need to work fast, said Tubes. Ray finally removed the huge horse mask as he and Tim climbed out of their disguise. Oh man, it is so hot in that thing, Ray said. I don't know how actual horses do it all day. They were both dripping in sweat from having been in a horse costume for most of the day. Anyway, said Tubes, we're going to plan on handling the guards at the crow's hideout and then... Um, we... Well, I guess we haven't got that far ahead. I say we empty the place out completely, began Tatiana. All their stolen loot 
the furniture, rugs, everything we find in their hideout, we drag it out. And do what with it? asked Tubes. We give it away, said Bulis. We passed two orphanages on the way here. I'm sure there's tons of other places in need that could do with some free stuff. The ninjas thought about it and realized that there would be no way for the crows to retrieve all their stuff if it were simply given away throughout the city. The island is too big for them to find it. And they would come home to an empty safe house and they'd be broke. And while they're in their safe house, going wild about all their stuff being missing, we'll be on the docks leaving in our boat, added Stella. That final part of the plan sealed it. Sailing back home in their own boat and leaving the crows in ruin was the perfect ending to this mission. Let's get started right away then, said Tubes. Tim and Ray got busy climbing back into their horse costume. We'll distract the guards, said Ray. We're kind of uh, masters of disguise, you know. The guards will probably be sitting on the steps of their hideout, and we'll trot up to them and be like, Hey there, do you know where I can buy a taco? And the guards will be like, What? A talking horse? What's going on here? And then the rest of you swoop in and subdue them, and then we start to empty the place. Tubes and the ninjas thought two dudes in a horse costume was actually a pretty good distraction, so they went with it. The ninjas all hid out of sight near the crow's hideout and watched as Tim and Ray clumsily trotted up to the concrete stairs in their horse costume. They stumbled up a few steps to where one of the three guards was standing. The other two guards curiously stepped up to the horse, wondering if this was some kind of prank. Through the horse mask, Ray then said, Hey there, do you know where I can buy a taco? The guards were a bit dumbfounded and even started laughing a little until they were attacked by the rest of the ninjas. Tubes, Bulis, Stella, Tatiana, and Ben-Ben were on them in seconds, and soon the three guards were tied up and safely contained in one of the hideout basement rooms. All right, Ray and Tim, I'm gonna need you to get out of that uh, horse costume and return to your human form. Me and the other ninjas are going to bring everything out front. We're just going to set things on the steps and the sidewalk, and you two need to take it and give it away to anyone. Run off throughout the city and give everything away. We need to work quickly now. They could be back any minute, said Tubes. And they went to work. They emptied everything out of that house. Rugs, chairs, lamps, silverware, food, jewelry, paintings, chests, clothes. All of it was likely stolen, so the ninjas had no qualms about taking it. Tim and Ray rushed all over, leaving food and kitchen items at the doors of food banks, giving valuable items to whoever opened the door of orphanages, handing books to people in the street, and delivering furniture into random people's homes. Soon the place was emptied, and the ninjas were exhausted. All right now, we need to go hide down by the docks until they return, said Tubes. And the ninjas took up positions down at the docks of City Island, hiding in plain sight, waiting for the crows to return. The End Thanks for listening, friends. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings and things to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.